Welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast. Uh, this is episode 45, and it's Altai here, joined by... Omer. Matt. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it like left to right on the... On the Chicken, I told you you were the bottom bitch at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> right. Accept your fate. All right, anyway, so we got Matt here. Um, Shu is missing in action. Sean's in vacation. Dude, we got chicken here. I'm always here. Come on, man. Dude, Matt is always here. Well, Matt's always here. I'm saying, okay, so our new guest today is chicken. Uh, give us our a new little... guest? I feel like he's just our guest because we haven't had a guest before, so he's not a new guest. He's just oh, first, our first star guest. All right, so chicken, take a moment to introduce yourself. Um, Asian esports uh, correspondent, chicken <laughs> Takawa. <laughs> He's a resident esports expert. He's a, I think we talked about him on our podcast before. He's the washed up esports player that we know. <laughs> I think yeah, that's not accurate. It describes his, his career, the two career pretty well. Yeah. I had a minute up there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. He'll be filling in for Shu. It's actually, it's actually Shu. It's the full reveal. Shu is actually Chicken MC this entire time. Dun dun dun. All right, anyway, so I'll take Sean's spot here. Uh, last week's we did a weekly raid for what, for what was it for more? <laughs> I'll take Sean's spot here. We did a weekly raid last week for uh, which MMO was the biggest letdown. We discussed our MMOs that we thought were the biggest letdowns. We mainly centered guns and Ragnarok Online too. Some of those have been mentioned as other people's you know biggest letdowns, but we we saw a pretty wide array of letdowns. I think one letdown here, which some of us might agree with, one of our regular commentators on MMOs.com, Lambda. He said World of Warcraft after the casual direction it took. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, we, we, we've kind of all bitched about World of Warcraft going super easy mode, but we haven't heard Chicken's opinion on that, so. I don't know. I, I was never really hardcore into MMOs, uh, so I kind of like the casual direction they took with that. You were probably the most hardcore WoW player here. You you had like you were botting with like 20 accounts. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's casual, right? Like I didn't raid with those bots. That's true, just, but uh, if you run 20 instances of WoW at once, that's hardcore. So, yeah. So the more casual they make it, the easier it is for my bots to run stuff. So we saw, I mean, Rider Line 2 was mentioned several times. I mean, it was actually surprisingly wide array of games. Cabal 2 was mentioned twice. So, I mean, everyone has their own letdowns, but I think Rider Glide 2 seems to be the biggest letdown out of everybody we've asked. We've, we've polled on MMOs.com. And uh, this week, we'll be asking a different question, a bit more, a uh, bit of a two-part question this time. And that's, uh, which, which, what, is your, what is your most, what is your most and least favorite MMO expansion? So that's, that's this week's Weekly Raid. So we'll start with us. Anyone want to take a shot at it? All right. So least favorite expansion for me is the Star Wars uh, new game update. Uh, it basically threw away the custom skill-based system they had and put in a class and level system from WoW. And it sucked and kind of ruined the game and shut down soon after. You're talking about Star Wars Galaxies, right? Star Wars Galaxies, yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up an old, I'm going to pull up an ancient example as well because it's, 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 it's still the game I hold dearest to my heart, Ultima Online. They launched an update called... Uh, uh, was it was it the 3D update? What was it called? Not King. The Kingdom Reborn was the newest one, but you're talking about uh, fuck. Is it wasn't that with the samurai one? No, no, Third Dawn. He's talking about Third, Third Dawn. Dawn. So that's gonna, it. Okay. I'm gonna link you guys a picture of Third Dawn Ultimate Online. Right? I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about this because I think like when old games try going 3D, it ends up looking pretty terrible. And a good. I'm gonna link on the Skype right now. Take a look at this. 
And this actually, this was the jump from 2D to like this 2.5D, 3D-ish look in Ultima Online. And I guess they wanted to be more relevant because games like EverQuest were already out and WoW was out and stuff. And they wanted to look better. And it actually, I think it looks garbage. If you look at it, it literally hurts my eyes to see those, see those graphics. <laughs> like, how, how cancerous does this look if you skim around? Like, this is like, this is garbage. But to be fair, to people who didn't play Ultima Online, the original 2D version looks like garbage too. No sane, I will argue today, no sane person will say that original Ultima Online looks worse than this. Original Ultima Online looks so much better. <coughs> I still like the Kingdom Reborn client. I thought but, it had a nice look to it. Kingdom Reborn is a vast improvement over the current you know, look of Ultima Online. Over that 3D look. It was a better attempt at 3D. But uh, the old one is... Ugh, cringeworthy. That just bothered me a lot. Alright, here's a, here's a harder part then. Give me a good expansion. Matt, do you have any disappointing expansions yourself to, to throw in there? You know, thinking about it, even when I play MMOs pretty hardcore, I'm usually not around for any of the expansions. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have, That's a good point. I mean, before expansions too. I mean, everyone is an MMO hopper to a degree. We wrote about this in the past. People switch between games often. As new games come out, you try new stuff pretty often. So it's, it, it can be pretty hard to stick around sometimes. Like, I've been with some games for a year, and it just happens to be that those games, it, with I mean, a year or more, you know what I mean. But like, mm -hmm. in that year or more, they they didn't have expansions. Like, none of the games that I stuck with had major expansions of any kind. Well. All right, well, I'll throw one out there for most useful expansion. The Big Bang expansion for MapleStory. Basically, before Big Bang, the max level I got to was like 30. After Big Bang, I got to like 120. I got to like 200 after Big Bang. Yeah, so there you go. But I kind of want to disagree with you that because I think Big Bang ruined MapleStory. It was, I had more fun playing MapleStory when I was like level 30 on every character class because like, once Big Bang came out, I got to max level so quickly. Like... Every time I play MapleStory, I, I see like a level 100 guy, right? Like he was a big dick player. Like I want to have a big dick like that guy, all right? He's walking around killing those cute ass mushrooms, right? And I'm like, she, maybe I can do that one day, you know? Maybe, maybe I can be that cool. I was never that cool, obviously. I only got like level 40 at max. I played like 10 hours a day, right? I sucked. But once Big Bang came out, everybody got max level. It's not cool anymore when everyone's max level. Like there's nothing special about being strong in MapleStory when everybody else is max level too. So You're I feel right, like. But at least I got to experience the end game. Thanks but that's the, that's the argument that WoW made for making going casual. They said, like, so few players got to next Ramus when that launched. And that's the reason they went the more casual route. They want everybody to experience the content. But that takes away some of the magic and the love. The magic in MapleStory left clicking the control button for 12 hours. <laughs> there, was a lot of, there was a lot of magic in MapleStory, whether you like it or not, all right? I'm and not buying it. Again, once every <laughs> big dick player, honestly, you're not a big dick player if everybody else is a big dick player. So that's, that's the way I see it. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I always hated that control scheme, like the control all space thing that some yeah, games had. Yeah. It's, it's it's so awful. It's awful. Uh, yeah. That's. I enjoy some of the other expansions in MapleStory myself. Anytime they added a new class, it gave you more reasons to come back and play it. So the other updates in MapleStory besides Big Bang, I enjoyed. Plus, MapleStory didn't have, didn't have quests for such a long time. It was like a. It was one of those classical Korean grinders, like ready, set, grind. That's the game. You just do that. You just grind. Mindlessly, for, and that game really defined mindless grinding. If you like, if you play MapleStory pre Big Bang, you literally sit in one room just killing mushrooms for hours. The same mushrooms for hours. 
And there was no quest, nothing. The same nonsense. And I kind of like that to a degree, but... All right, so here's another uh, offshoot from that concept. I think most people just hate expansions because they, when they start playing a game, they kind of get wedded to the way the game works when they started. Mm-hmm. And they don't, want, they don't want it to change from there on. And uh, like we said, almost all of us quit before the expansions come out anyway, so... I think every MMO is a... Any, not just MMO, I feel like every game has a trend to go in more and more casual as it ages. Because even if you look at a game like Dota 2, which I think most of us have played, it, Aaron was explaining to me on the, like, earlier today that even Dota 2 has gotten a little bit easier, because now we can see where the towers, ranges are, where you put a ward, like what camps will block, how much range that ward has. So whether it's a mobile or MMORPG, it's getting more and more casual. Yeah, it's, yeah I was playing with Chicken. This is the first time I knew what the tower range actually was in Dota. Yeah, I actually don't I don't buy wards or place them very often. So I, I don't I buy wards. From, from a pro Dota 2 player, I don't <laughs> buy wards. You heard it here first, boys, alright? If you're buying wards, you're doing it wrong, alright? Wards don't give stats. Fuck those items. I don't want stats. <laughs> wards are uh, a female item, alright? Real, <laughs> real, real men don't buy wards. That's my new hashtag. I, I, I can agree with that. Hashtag gender roles. Actually, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We played League with Shu last night, actually, and uh, she played support, so if, if she felt she fit right into her gender role, and that was okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is actually a great transition because Black Desert's media update is coming out Ooh. tomorrow, and it's a uh, Medaya, not media. Come on. <clears throat> Everyone I, says I, I media. <laughs> yes, it's Medaya. No, it's, yeah, I said. Get this wrong. There's an H at the end. It's Medea, not media. Yeah. I, I said media because um, one of the NPCs did. That that's why. So anyways, <laughs> one NPC said it wrong. Obviously, come on. <laughs> this is gonna be like thirty percent increase in size, over a thousand new quests, and the most divisive thing for me is they're gonna have a new armor set that basically every class should wear instead of the ones they're already wearing. And I just got all my armor above plus 10, basically. And I got my weapon to plus 15. And I'm going to have to replace all that soon. <laughs> At least it's pretty quick. It just takes years for uh, like the Western version to catch up with the Asian versions. I think yeah, that trend is getting smaller and smaller, though. I feel like the, the, the separation between Western and Eastern updates and releases has been getting narrower, for sure. Well... When you have as crappy of voice acting as Black Desert and Blade and Soul do, it doesn't take that long to localize. I don't get why they bother, <laughs> to be honest. No, I've seen way worse voice acting than Blade and Soul and I mean, and Black Desert. I mean, they're nothing to write home about, but I feel like people are being overly harsh. They're not great, all right? I'll give it that. But at least they have it, all right? I, I, got, I got the big question yeah, I here. Agree. I got the big question. Ready, Matt? Yeah. Is the desert in Black Desert actually open after this patch? I no. think media has some of the desert. I'm not sure though. I don't know what's in media. It's not, it's not the full-on like desert like experience. So we're never I'm, gonna I'm get to see sure. the desert. I'm pretty sure. No, we will. The... Just I not yet. Just, I feel like you should start in the desert. There's, in black desert. There, <laughs> there's that's a good starting point. There's supposedly a desert that has like mechanics where you have to buy a certain item or something to survive out there. Yeah. So supposedly, Abu was explaining this to me. Apparently, in the like the real desert, mm-hmm. you have to go there with like water, or you just like die. And Whoa. there are uh, sandstorms where if you don't have like a tent to go in, you die. <laughs> uh, there's something else that you just if you don't do, you just die. There's oh yeah, you uh, you can't bring up your map in the desert. So if you get oh, lost no. and like you can't find your way to a town or something, you just die. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it, uh, the mechanics seem like really, really fun. And these are mechanics we don't see in other MMORPGs. Like even the sense of survival in an MMORPG is like almost like non-existent today. You know, like, yeah. you'll, you'll see like a game like Rust maybe, but you don't see, you don't even think about that in an MMORPG. So that's interesting. Yeah, and so, you really get punished for uh, for dying in this game too, especially if you're going to the PvP and you're losing uh, karma. Because if you go if you go negative in karma, you actually have a chance to drop your gear. Yeah, so like we were testing that. Yeah. <laughs> We found a guy that was AFK that was red, so we were testing that by resing him and killing him over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> we Man. never got any drops. So, the desert also has open PvP, right? I heard that too somewhere. Yeah, uh, everywhere has open PvP unless it's a safe zone, which is towns. Really? So someone can PK me like outside Heidel? Yeah. Yeah, someone tried to PK me literally right outside the border of Calpheon just the other day. Well, that's pretty cool. cool. I turn around and kill them, and the the asshole's just like, "Why'd you do that? I only hit you once." I'm like, "What? <laughs> that was your life, dude. You can just wax on over the head." <laughs> was he like, "Bro, it was just a prank." <laughs> it was just a prank. Guys. It was a prank, bro. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you turned around and killed him. Matt, how could you? Just a prank. A love tap, all right, of sorts. And then the one other feature I wanted to mention: um, you're going to be able to enchant beyond plus fifteen with this one, which I hear in Korea means that you can actually get downgrades instead of upgrades when you're enchanting. Wow. Yeah, that I am scared of. Very scared of. But do you, th <laughs> do you think they're going to add a feature where if you hit the cash shop, you can guarantee an upgrade? No. If they don't do I that, that's have, good. I think they have safe enchants in Korea, but like, um, I don't think that's going to be a thing here because they've been serious about the whole no pay-to-win crap. Man, we'll see. We'll see how yeah, serious they are. Is, Give it uh, some time. Give it some time. Arms about this, this pay to win shop. Everyone's like, "Oh, ghillie suit! I can't see someone who's like attacking me." No, anyone who can't see them has not learned how to play. Seriously, I can track ghillie users just as easily as I can track everyone else. But if it's that easy, why even give that benefit? Well, didn't Matt write a whole article about the ghillie suit? Yeah. Right, what's give me give me the highlights. So basically, when you're um, fighting someone and they go red for you because they like attacked you or something, they will glow red. They will have like red glow on their ghillie suit. Uh, their health bar will be visible when you're attacking them because it comes up and it shows a little red bar that slowly goes down. Uh, their their um crap the flag the PVP flag the little shield and sword that'll show up right next to their health bar. Uh, they're easy to track because if they're not crawling, they're not invisible, and you can't attack while you're crawling. Um, and basically, the first hit is not as important as people think it is. Like, if you get CC'd on the first hit, yeah, but um, the, if you have the right resistances or if you're just paying attention to your surroundings and aware that other people are here and could kill you at any minute, you can provide countermeasures on your own. You don't need to be able to see their tag. Why even have that minimal feature then? Like I think it's pretty cool. That it just adds a layer of depth. It's it's for gatherers. It's it's so that they can like if they need to go hide in a bush and sit still, then they can do that. Like if you sit still, crouched from a position where you cannot attack from, and you're sitting there, you can't see the ghillie suit. But they have to be in a position they can't attack from. So the attacking you provides no benefit. Is what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Well, no statistical benefit, but like a lot of people can't track, like Matt said, they they have a hard time tracking people with the ghillie suit, like going in and out of combat. Oh, like, I see. So there's, there's still a bit of an advantage. There's a bigger like, problem than of. the ghillie suit. There, people can run up, they can attack you, 
do whatever the fuck they want, and then unflag, run away for 10 seconds, and then you can't attack them back without losing karma. <laughs> why, yeah. is the, why is the flag that short then? Like, shouldn't you be able to attack them? That seems yeah, kind of silly. Yeah. That's, yeah. About it right now. That, that's a bigger issue. And then there's also the issue that, um... Oh, crap. I can't even remember now. I, there, I had a big issue with something the other day, and I cannot remember what it was. Well, gear gap is a huge issue right now. Um, it's basically like if you level higher or there's or you have higher level gear, you're basically going to win. Like the people that just hit 45 literally do zero damage to me right now. Wow. I don't know. Do you find like, do you find that like a, an actual issue though? Like if you're spending because, if you're investing more time in the game to get better gear, like I don't think well, someone that like well, a the fresh thing 50 is, should have a chance against you if you're investing. But there's, like, but there's no limit. That's the problem. There, there's no <laughs> limit. You can just keep going up, 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 up. And as the more expansions come out, the gear is just going to keep going up, 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 up. But if there's I no mean, one that will play somebody too, that can be kind of bad. Like I mean, yeah, there isn't because after a certain point, like I said, you you can't do damage. Like wow. there was even some guy that wasn't like fully geared totally. There was this berserker we fought that had. A full DP build that I mentioned, full defense point build that I mentioned in the article, and there were four of us. We took down a tenth of his health. A tenth. Holy shit! He killed all of you? No, he couldn't kill us oh. because he was full defense point, so he barely did any damage to us. So it would have been a stalemate forever. But That's the awesome. point is, the point is that it's um, it's just you hit a point where you can do like no damage to these people, like nothing. <laughs> Seems kind of silly. Even with four people, that's weird. One on one, maybe I, I can I can let that slide. <clears throat> the, the good thing about Blade Assault was that combat came down to skill, which is I feel like a lot of MRPGs don't have. Very few MRPGs nowadays are. It seems to be they're skill based. The actual PvP. I mean, having gear is obviously a key part of any game. That, that the gear progression is the reason you play. But there's still got to be room to outplay. I think. And speaking of which, sorcerers or sorceresses are actually the worst. Because they have the highest mobility when like going around outside of combat. So what they can do is they have high burst damage when they attack people up close. So they can come in, beat the shit out of you, let the mobs finish you off so that you they don't get as much karma. Use their thing to run away. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's 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 really it, there there are a lot of issues and the ghillie suit is like the least of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, there's other things they, they can fix. P people are looking at it like, oh, it's pay to win, blah, 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 but there are so many more issues than I can't see their guild tag, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if these issues are actually going to be issues when um, like the real guild wars come out, because right now, you don't actually gain anything from killing anyone in PvP, like it's just for fun. You gain satisfaction oh. from ruining their day. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, I, I gain plenty when we're know. doing when we're doing extra large guild missions, and those assholes are taking all of our mobs. Then I gain plenty from killing them. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's that's not the point. Like the point is going to be when like fortresses and taking over nodes comes out, right? So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have to see how that plays out, um, and see if the issues are still there when you're attacking like guild forts and trying to attack or defend nodes. I feel like a lot of these are these issues are just going to get sorted out when there's an actual objective. People mm -hmm. can't just run around, you know, unflagging, reflagging, or or doing like half your health and like teleporting, like running away. I feel like like playing around these objectives is going to fix a lot of these issues. 
Fair enough. All right, so let's... Uh... Oh, that's the issue! Hmm. Right, okay. So, one last thing. Right now, they have the Easter event going on, right? Okay. So they have these life Easter eggs that drop, and they give you, I don't remember, it's either set amount or like 50% of your health back. Anyways, um, there's no cooldown. So right now, people can just heal endlessly because of those life eggs, as long as they've farmed them. There are people saving up like 1,300 of these just because. Like, <laughs> they're going to hell OP later on, too. Yeah, they, oh my god, it's so bad. And it's like, why would you do this for an event item? That's what everybody's asking right now. <laughs> They don't expire? So, they, I don't know if they expire yet. We don't know. They didn't announce anything, and it doesn't say anything on the By item. By default, they probably won't expire, yeah. And people are sitting there like, we had a 40-something ungeared ranger that we were fighting because they PK'd one of our guild members mm -hmm. while they weren't paying attention. And there were four of us attacking in. And every time it'd get down to about 5% health and then just jump straight back up to full because of these new items. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, it took 15 minutes to kill them. 15 minutes. <laughs> Pretty terrible. Terrible decision to do that because we're going to save it for later on too when you can't get them anymore. It's even, they, they, they could be so valuable later on maybe. All right, well, yeah, I, that's Medea tomorrow, right? Right, tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Okay, so a new, another MMORPG came out today, and that is Trio Savior. Mm -hmm. uh, if you buy it for 10 bucks on Steam, you get, you get access today. If you want to play for free, you've got to wait one month. So, that, again, a couple, I think a couple weeks ago they had a plan where they're going to do a tiered release of, you know, if you pay, you can play three months early. Because of an outrage, they kind of reduced that down to one month now. So early access period is only one month, which is, we, Aaron and I bought it. I know Shu bought it. I'm not sure if Matt bought it. But. Yeah, I bought it and I was up last night after guild missions. I sat there and I'm like, okay, let's try it out. And then I saw it was delayed until 5 a.m. my time. And I'm like, fuck that, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I didn't play yet. I'm going to play after this. Classic release, there you go. That literally happens every time. <laughs> and best case scenario, the servers crash at least a couple times. There's, there's <laughs> yeah, queues like... Or you can't log in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, don't wait for release day to play like... The, the release hour. Play like the next day, okay, for a much smoother experience. Nothing pleasant comes out of playing on release day. I think every single MMO I've, I've stayed up to play at midnight has never been released on. <laughs> There's always issues. Every single time. That's part, part of the charm. It's like Skype, you know, we we're having issues with Skype <laughs> earlier, okay? It's a part of the, the charm to just struggle with it to make it work, so when you get it done, it just feels so much better. So yeah, yeah, but I... Is there I private service for your savior? I'm not sure. Probably no. not. Not yet, at least. Yeah. There probably will be eventually. So, wait on that if you're that eager to play. But it, it'll be free to play anyway, so it's... I think one of the big reasons to play private servers in the past was because games cost money. Nowadays, a lot of these games are free. So it kind of reduces the need to play on a private server. Unless, of course, they botch up the actual game. And then you want to well, play a different experience. Nowadays, they do it to play the older version. It's not yeah. even the pay-to-win ones. Like, people will still play the official servers if they're pay-to-win. Like, Arcage. Look at Arcage. Yeah. And, um... It's just that they want to play the older ones. I the even older a little while, which is killing it. All right, so here's a quick question. Uh, actually, it's not really a question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's a quickie. Say? It's okay. So the, apparently there are three tiers of early access for this game, from ten to fifty bucks. Somebody on Twitter told me I, I bought the fifty buck version. Someone told me that if you wait uh, like a week before release, you actually get a thirty percent discount. Does anyone know if that's true? Uh, that's true. a rumor, as far as. Okay. Now, why would they announce that? Yeah, if they announce that, literally no one will buy it. So, so if, you, can... 
Because optimal play is to buy the $10 one if you want to play right now and then wait like a week before release and then buy the $50 one. If that's even a thing, which we no, I don't think it's going to be. I guess. Now, I, w I want to shift gears to something I'm pretty passionate about. I was talking about this with Matt and Sean earlier. But I want to bring it over here. It's about Kickstarter. And you guys know how much I love Kickstarter. All right, there's a game called Greedmonger this week, which, uh, which shut down for good. Okay, and for you guys unfamiliar with Greedmonger, it's a game I'm not really, I was never really too familiar with. But if you look on Kickstarter, they raised $90,000, right? For a game that never came out. And there was obviously development issues. And all the videos about the game, like, was this game ever playable, Matt? Do you know? Not as far as I know. Basically, it went into development. There was a lot of fighting within the team. Uh, some the programmer left. The programmer then had its the rights to the game signed over to him. They ran out of money. They disappeared for a while. They came back after running out of money. They decided they were going to redevelop it, and now they are canceling it again. After wait, they came back to redevelop it. Then they were going to make like basically the survival game esque version that everybody else is doing these days first, and then doing the MMO, and then they shut it down. Permanently. Okay, so it was never actually playable. And if you look at the the gameplay video, I, I, I you guys should be seeing. Looking at a game like this, it's like this isn't like anything. This is like a walking simulator. Like if you launch an engine, whether it's Unity, whether it's Unreal, you can like import basic environments like this already. So they clearly just took the ninety thousand dollars and it was squandered one way or another. And the discussion I had with my brother earlier and Matt and I wanted to bring up into the podcast was, I personally think if you start a Kickstarter campaign and you can't deliver, right, you're an asshole. That's my firm belief well, that if you launch a Kickstarter campaign and you, no matter what, you cannot deliver, even if you had good intentions, you're an asshole. How do you guys feel about that? Well, I think that's unfair disagree. because a lot of these games aren't going to exist unless they try to get money on Kickstarter because people aren't going to fund them. They're so unfeasible to do on their own in free time, it's not even funny. And some people are working like 12-hour days and you want them to come home and work on this just to make the game that they want to make. Like, it's, it, it, Don't it's, promise it's a, a lot game of, if you can't do it. If you don't have the means to do it... And it but you, they're you, not... You, you, but Kickstarter has all these risk things. I mean, anyone who's going to Kickstarter these days knows that there's a chance that it couldn't exist, and anyone that doesn't know that isn't paying attention. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very important. Kickstarter is not a pre-order site, right? It's it's basically a hail mary. If it, you know, here you go, here's some money. I don't they're, think. They're, but, but they're not promising. But anyone who's not doesn't know that after all the stuff that's been on like major news sites, after all the stuff that's been like on not major news sites. Okay. Again, All the point is not a legal issue. Okay, I said they're assholes. I'm not saying they should be they should be enslaved to finish their product. No, I said <laughs> but if, that's, if you that's go into this and you listen, listen. Okay, again, I, I, let me clarify my position a little bit further. If you if you want to deliver a game, you write down how much money you need to make this game a reality. So you put on Kickstarter ninety thousand dollars. I'm Greedmonger. Okay, I'm the develop. If I was a developer of Greedmonger, I'd calculate how much money do I need to make this game a reality. I'm not going to undershoot it. In fact, I'll overshoot it. So I'm more conservative, okay, right? But that's that's a different problem altogether. Because if they overshoot it and they get what they need to actually make the game, then they're not ever going to exist because nobody's going to fund it for that amount. It's you're looking at the this like the realistic amounts almost never get funded. Like Strafe was an indie game, an indie FPS that like had a realistic amount of 185000 or something. It is one of the very small outliers of people that actually got funded for the realistic amount of 185000 At least they're being honest. If I, if I put $40,000 for my game and I have no chance and I don't finish it, I'm an asshole. Simple right. as that. You're okay, an asshole. But, but, 
we'll put it this way. What if you've been working on your game for five years in the background, slowly okay. putting it together, and you put it on early access, and you're like, I've been doing this for so long, mm -hmm. it's totally going to get done sometime, and then you end up not making a whole lot of money off of early access, but you still make sales. You maybe make like $2,000, and then you just cancel it. What's wrong with that? At least you didn't rip anybody off. I've, I've, I'm going to flip the table here. You right? just, no, but you're saying that's fine, even though they never finished the game. They literally promised on a storefront, but yes. it's not fine to do if it on Kickstarter it's, when it's, it's still If it's concept. early access and you're saying what they're buying is unfinished product, you're fine. But early it's, access comes with the product. You're literally buying no product finished. on Kickstarter. But you're not buying a product on Kickstarter. That's the thing. You're donating money to someone to get their stuff done, yes, which means so it's a donation, guys. Don't forget. But it's, it's a promise when it's on Steam, but it's not a promise when it's on Kickstarter. Yes. It's, we are going to take the money and we're going to do our best to do this. But the problem is when they're... If you're... Like, a, the problem is a lot of assholes are creating Kickstarter campaigns who have no means okay, to making a game. Assholes may be creating Kickstarter campaigns, but that's a completely different issue from people that are not finishing Ass it, that have good intentions and things go wrong. Okay, here, here's a good thing. Let's say me, okay? I open a Kickstarter campaign, you give me $50,000, I'm going to draw my earnest attempt to put a, a rocket to the moon for $50,000, okay? I have no experience with rocketeering or any engineering for my life. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Rocketeering, it might be a word, not racketeering, rocketeering. All right, listen. Rocketeering. Even if I try my earnest, guess what? I'm an asshole, you know why? I'm promising that I'm going to try doing something which I know I can't do. Oh, I'm going to reverse it. If you give money on Kickstarter, you're, you're the asshole. <laughs> is this, is this uh, what you're referencing? Hmm. Omar, I just linked it in the Steam chat. My jet, my jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like something it reminds me of. What is this? <laughs> you nine plant nine. Is this guy? Is this guy an asshole? Okay, no. What's a hundred thousand dollars for his jetpack? I love, I love the description. <laughs> the people. Okay, but like it's. Okay, but see, this this comes. Is this there's a whole Matt? different. Is this him? It is Matt. Look, it looks like him. <laughs> Not really. This guy, this Leslie Myers. Wait, this guy looks like me. What? Yeah. Come on, guys. He has long hair. He's white. On the. Oh God! <laughs> fuck off. Hey, Matt, what were you saying? Okay, but there's a completely different issue. Like, if you look at Double Fine, they have um their adventure game that they kickstarted, which turned into Broken Age, and they said that they had their $400,000 goal, and they made their $400,000, and they turn around, and they made something bigger than they promised, and it took longer than they promised, and it got delayed over and over and over again, and the end result, end result was really mediocre. At least and a lot of people... But a lot of people feel they didn't get what they were promised. But see, what they were promised matters because you guys keep saying it's a donation, it's a donation. But yeah. here's the issue: it's not. Look, look what they're being. Look, if you look at the Greenmonger Kickstarter campaign, right? You look at the pledge for three thousand five hundred dollars or more. Three people, they they sold out of the three thousand five hundred dollar pledge. They were okay. promised the castle. Omer, Omer, if someone makes a three thousand five hundred dollar donation to charity, it is still a donation. That's fine, but they're promised the castle. They're not. If they weren't promised the castle, they're not yes, going to do these charities are promising to do this or that, and they may not do if this they, or that. If they weren't promised the castle in the game, they would not have donated three thousand five hundred dollars. Yes, they would have. No. Then why do they have to have all these tears? Listen, listen if you give three thousand dollars on Kickstarter for a castle to some bullshit developer, you're the asshole. Not I agree. Castle. I agree. I have no. No one cares. I, I've I've read from what people have said about these high level rewards. Nobody cares about the reward. 
They just care that they get it at the end. They just are putting in that much money because they want to see it happen. Wait, one last thing. They, one, one, one. they really don't care about the reward. Okay. Hypothetical scenario. You guys, I'm going to ask you guys, am I an asshole? Okay. I'm going to be a hypothetical Kickstarter creator, okay? This is going to probably be some extreme, though. Of course. I have to prove myself with these You're extremes. going into it trying to rip people off. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen. Listen. Am I an asshole? First yes. of all, my intentions are pure. I have no intention to defraud anybody, scam anybody. Here's how it works. Uh, I just graduated high school, all right? And I have a dreams of making the best MMORPG in the world, okay? Of course, I have no experience in coding, no graphic design skills. In fact, I have no marketable skills whatsoever, okay? <laughs> I just graduated high school. I loaded my Kickstarter campaign. Wouldn't it be cool if we had these ships in space, all this shit? Right? I have these big ideas. They sound nice, right? But I have no game design experience or anything. And I raise, I make, I, I pay my friend, let's say 100, my, my buddy's working with me. He's, he's decent at bullshitting. He makes some really nice graphics for me, right? And showing like all these cool ideas. And I say, I raised $200,000 for my idea, okay? And I take that $200,000, and because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? I squander it. It's wasted. I hire some, some programmer. He writes some code, which I don't know what to do, what, what to do with. The money's wasted, okay? And I okay. try my earnest. Okay, I got it. We got it. Am I an asshole? You're, you're, you're incompetent and ignorant, but you're not an asshole. I'm 100% asshole. Dude, most people will spot these Kickstarters a mile away. Like, the only ones that actually get funded are basically proven at this point. Have you seen Star Citizen? No. <laughs> yeah, Star Citizen was proven like he, but he delivers. He may deliver crap products over and over again, but he delivers. Yeah, we, we're gonna get something. It's just not gonna be what he promised. Chicken, in my scenario, do you think I would be an asshole if I'm in, if, if I have no experience? I'm with, you. I'm with you on this. You're you're an asshole. Okay, <laughs> I think. Okay, okay here's the deal. I, I'm I with you. You're this. Okay. Kids straight out of college or high school are obviously there are going to be some of them that are going to try and take advantage of Kickstarter. But I think at some point it's on the consumer to look at this and go, okay, these people clearly don't know what they're doing just by reading it. You can tell. It's a problem. Like even if you have good intentions, you will, you're, you're driven by Kickstarter to make it look like you have, you have credentials. If I, I skim through so many Kickstarters. Of course I, you are. It's money. Like, yeah, I want to get money from people to follow a dream yeah. that I have no means of finishing. That's the problem. Yeah, hold, like, up, hold up, hold up, one minute. Is there a way to browse Kickstarter by video games? Because I click games, I got all this bullshit. Just, like search, dice. Just, search, just search MMORPG and you'll find a bunch. Or MMO or games. Games gives me all the stupid shit about dice and like board games. You want board games? But I think if you MMORPG, you'll find a few. Yeah. But right away, like, there's such an incentive for people to say they, have, they can do all this and they can't. And they have good intentions. They want the money, and they think once they get the money, they can do something with it. So my experience, like I'm pretty decent with making websites and stuff. So if I promise somebody I can, like, if I would put something on Kickstarter and raise money for like an idea, like we were talking previously about an some kind of web, some kind of app or an idea to match play MMO matchmaker. Okay, you find a random group of friends to play with. Okay, it gives you like a party. You have to play with them at a certain amount of time. It's almost like a social experience. If I put it on Kickstarter, I raise let's say five thousand dollars. I'm gonna finish this app. Whether that money runs out or not, like I feel an obligation. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm, I feel obligated to do it. Whether <laughs> even even if that money is gone, I'm going to spend time out of my own day, my own money. I'm going to make it happen. I promise. But it's something, still I will going to take like I, I think the issue is so much more complex than you're making it. And that's the problem. Don't yes. promise things you can't deliver. If you promise something, okay. You can't so okay. Your so look, that's look it. I found the best Kickstarter guys. Look at how many. Games and AAA game development get canceled all the time. They have investors. They have people backing them, and they Invest get canceled. Investors losing money, I don't care. 
investors, sophisticated individuals who knew from the get-go they're taking a risk. But okay, my point Consumers is, are not game development. Game development is not stable. It's not stable in any way, shape, or form. There are so many things that can go okay. wrong at We're any minute. We're going in circles. We're going in circles. Oh, right. you're, you're making a distinction. You th you're viewing Kickstarter people as uh, customers when they're not. They're they're just more they're more akin to investors. They're even worse than investors because investors have a chance of making money, right? If you get yeah. money on Kickstarter, your chance of making money is zero. You're not buying anything, so mm -hmm. it's it's just burning your money. So you should expect nothing. Well, which is why Fig was created, but Fig requires a minimum buy-in of like hundreds or thousands of dollars. I can't remember what it was. Again, we'll, we'll move. I, I just don't think people should create campaigns that they can't deliver. I mean, simply before you start something, you should. I mean, obviously, as Matt said, there's a lot that can go wrong. Obviously, but you should. If you're knowledgeable about programming, you you can you you a lot of it is in your control. Uh, you say that now, but look how many major games have bugs that still haven't been solved. You guys, solved, circle and the too long about said, this. All right, enough circle jerk. Like, all right, we got we got we got to move on then. But I'm very this this, this Kickstarter thing because I see a lot of these games get canceled and nothing happens with who them. Who cares? Again, I, I don't right, think I don't care about the people that that gave money to these games. If you gave money to Greedmonger, you deserve to lose it. All right, clearly. You know, a fool and his money are soon part, all right? I got some good news, guys. Uh, this week, uh, I discovered a new YouTube channel. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let me find this. It's called Brit Bong Returns, and he trolls in Second Life. Can we, actually, we can't show this on stream, can we? Uh, you, no, no, you'll be fine. Yeah? You'll be fine. Okay. We can't, we can't, we can't stream Second Life, but we can show you <laughs> clips of Second Life, all right? Homer's seal of approval on this video. <laughs> Alright, so this guy basically trolls in Second Life. Let's see, which one's a good one here? Uh, let's do this one. Why not? Swashbuckling Pirates. Off my ship, you guys. This is a 1750s roleplay sim. <coughs> not for a bunch of trolls like you. Get off my ship. Let's take a look. Leave me alone. Wow, so I can't be a pirate because I'm disabled? Is that what you're saying, honey? Uh, you look no, this guy I'm saying get off from my there. ship and act like a, 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 a nice person. Right, can you make, like, a no, I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate. Yeah, I boarded like, your ship. Put the links in there. I've taken over your ship, well, madame. Now you be my sex. Too bad so they didn't have wheelchairs like that in the The donkey video that we talked about second life, you took a clip from this guy too. clearly don't know your history. Playing. Look at my get up. Yeah, your get up. It's a tuxedo. I don't think they had tuxedos actually, like that. Actually, so get it's off steampunk. My ship. It's not. It's not a tux. This is not steampunk. Get off the ship. Well, like I said before, I'm RPing as a part, not taking over the ship. Well, I don't Sorry. recognize yeah, you, RP. Get the fuck off. No. Why don't you use your sword and make us? Okay, Ronnie, oh, man the cannons. Maybe. Kill those fish. Kill them. If she tries anything, I'll gut her like a fish. Like a salamon. Give me some of your this is awkward. Right what, you don't like Did this? No, there's just a lot of bunch of laughs coming through, and that's it. We're not talking right now. This is this is really awkward. No, it's because we're watching, watching the video, guys. Yeah. Push him. Push him off. That, do, that doesn't make it any less awkward for the people watching. There we go. Yeah, they're, now they're trying to enjoy this. They're trying to enjoy the video. If we talk, you can't hear them. You can't hear the video. Oh, I'll tell Link to this Oh my god! Excuse <laughs> you. I don't want to play the whole video, but basically, this guy's got a million videos like this. Um, they're hilarious. Check it out. Um, he's, he's good, good, good couple hours of content. <laughs> yeah, it's. You don't have to play Second Life to enjoy it. I, I played Second Life for all of like an hour, and these videos are hilarious. He's an yeah, A plus troll. I, I, 
I enjoy the videos a lot more than I did actually playing the game. Yo, I, I, I found a girl in Second Life Chicken, alright? I found a girl. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> you, uh, that was an experience. Words, dude. That was an experience. I do, I do. I, I, I find the, the classiest girls in Second Life, alright? I find the strippers on Second Life. Watching all these videos and seeing all these people that threaten to ban or report uh, these people who troll makes me wonder how active are the GMs in this game? Like, are they actually on top of this stuff when you get banned, like, really quickly? Because, like, it seems like in every one of these videos, there's at least, like, six or seven people that are like, you're banned. Like, I'm reporting you. You're gone. Well, That's against the terms of service. And, the thing is, the know. people saying that don't know the terms of service. Because, like, for one, they can kick him and ban him from there or to block him, right? From that room, yeah. Yeah. So he's not, he's not actually, like, trying to, like, steal their password or anything. Mm-hmm. I think that game is kind of like Eve, like where you can base in game you can do stuff like whatever you want. Yeah, you learn to be an asshole. Plus, yeah. it's a free to play game. You can just make a new account if you get banned anyway. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's what he does. But I'm just wondering if they actually do ban. Because it'd be mm-hmm. pretty fun. Alright, well, that's that. Uh, in, in other news, there's actually a, a $1 million CSGO tournament starting today, guys. We gotta make, we gotta make the MOS.com CSGO team and make that million bucks. Alright, all we right? got four people right here, right? We need one more. All right, Matt. Matt and Matt and Chicken, how's your CS:GO skills? I don't know, you see my war mode skills. Yo, your war mode skills are pretty top notch, right? You and me. <laughs> yeah. Every time we play war mode, we're top frag. We're top frag. Pro CS:GO. You, me, and Tubby play a pretty mean war mode. All right. <laughs> Get a team together, boys. <laughs> we need one more person from the chat to join us. Game. Ever since they uh, they released that update that ruined the game, you know. <laughs> in a transition. They like released a second game mode and then they just fragmented the player base and it went straight down. Rest in rest in pieces, war mode. <laughs> but yeah, it's so the f- this is the first million dollar CS:GO tournament. So it's show Valve is taking CS:GO pretty seriously now and rightfully so. I mean, CS:GO has over six hundred thousand active concurrent players on Steam and that's on par with Dota 2, which is one of the yeah, most profitable. That's a question games. I've had for a while. Do you guys think Counter Strike will pass Dota on Steam charts? Yeah. I think no. so. You say yes, chicken? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah, because like CS:GO is just a game where you can jump in and kind of understand how to play. Like, yeah, there are finer points where like you need to know maps and spots and anything, but you can just jump in and start like clicking, and you'll have some fun. Start clicking. Dota, you need to invest some time and read up on some stuff before you actually start having fun. That's true. That's well, true. Yeah, that's why games like Call of Duty do really well. Shooting games in general, I think, appeal to yeah, way more people. Yeah. But what's remarkable is why did it take up until now for CS:GO to be this popular? Like from the CS:GO has been out for years now, but it just started like in the last year and a half, making it Esports. top ten. No, well they did a lot of work on it. First, um, they had the ranking systems. They didn't have that before. Five years. It's been out for five years. By no, the no, way. no, ranking like like they're okay. competitive. That, yeah. That's not that old. Yeah, but the, the game's been out for five years. <laughs> well, itself. yeah, I'm just trying to tell you why it got so big now. The lockboxes. People just playing to gamble with lockboxes. Lockboxes bring that many players. <laughs> if you had a lockbox system, you get six hundred thousand concurrent players. Come on. Yeah. No, before like fifty thousand when it came out, and like it's up to six hundred k now. It seems like yeah, weapon skins equal e-sports. more people. It's it's. I think it's, it's esports. No, it's esports. It's in people's face all the time now. So. I think watching pros play make you want to play too, for whatever reason. I think that helps Dota and League a lot more than like people realize. Then I should be playing a lot of Quake. Do you watch? Do you watch Quake uh, esports? No, I don't watch it, but that's what keeps getting linked to me. Whenever people talk about esports, is Quake stuff. Quake wasn't Quake like the first PC esport, or was that Doom? I think it might have been Quake. Doom. I think it's, I think it's Quake. Like 
that was that was the first one that everyone really realized. Mm-hmm. Were, was that the game that like that? At, what's his name? That little kid with the he got headphones named after him. Played. Fatality. Oh, uh, <laughs> Fatality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that kid, I remember. <laughs> no, I think Altai had a point though with uh, with mm-hmm. with uh, case and stuff because it it doesn't really change the game, but it gives sort of like a a progression yeah. aspect. Yeah. I, I feel like it attracts the girls to play the game. They want weapons. Um, no. And the girls bring the guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> Chicken to God, boys! No, but I... Yeah, that's a winning formula right there. You, you get the girls, and it gets the guys, and win-win. Okay, like, hey, for example, me. When I, I play no. skin for you. Just now. No, listen. Oh. Add I me. A, I have at least 40... I have at least 100 hours in CSGO, maybe more. Probably more, right? Between I have two accounts I play on. Well over 100, let's say. I don't have a single like weapon skin. You know what? I get a weapon skin. I don't give a shit. I don't equip that crap. I don't care, right? No, people but, do though. People care. Uh, people do. People do. But, but I watch you play, right? She won't use a weapon if there's a weapon skin on it, right? She will. She will buy the pretty. She will use a different gun if she's got a better weapon skin on it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Obviously, not all girls. You know, but I'm just saying. Now, girls seen, like the skins more. I've seen videos on like Twitch and YouTube where people like they open a chest and they get like a, a knife skin and the guys freak out like they stand up like oh, it's like a three hundred dollar knife skin. I freak out too. You win a free three hundred bucks. You gamble and you win. You know. I, don't know. I think that's. I, I don't think that's entirely true though because I, I was listening to my guild of all guys go on about how cute the tamers dresses were the other day. So. <laughs> okay, look, it's not a hundred for a hundred, but like even in donkeys. Uh, League video for like guide on girls, right? If I think girls buy more skins than guys in League of Legends, at least. No. Mm, I don't think. No. So, no. No. Girls get gifted skins more than guys. Hey, yes, they get gifted skins. <laughs> <It's a different laughs> you don't gift your guy friends skins, all right? But if they're a girl, you might give them skins. I I I think you're grossly overestimating this. I, I don't think the skins, the skins can't be the reason CS:GO exploded in popularity. I mean, no, competitive mode, one. I think two. they might have helped, though, because there are streams dedicated to opening lockboxes now. Yep. Yeah. And there's also think, websites dedicated to gambling in Counter-Strike. With yeah, the, you know. see what is the, the, what they call it, prizes, whatever, jackpot, CSGO jackpot and stuff. But for reference, guys, CSGO did, in 2015, $221 million in revenue. And for reference, Dota 2 did $238 million. Wow. So I, th- I think 2016... CSGO will pass Dota 2 in revenue. That's my, that's my guess, my estimate. I don't think so, but that's just me. I mean, both games are still number one and two on the Steam list. They're both still growing. I think Dota 2 gets over 600k peak daily now. Dota I think CSGO is a huge like, case for Valve's like, uncanny ability to do basically nothing and still sell everything they make. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our stream viewers, Dongo, says, as someone who's been to the casinos, if you're on a hot streak, lots of people will gather around you just to watch. So if you, that's what people, I think, if, you, if you're gambling, which is what opening lockboxes is, is yes, people want to watch, you know, people are curious. And it works on Blackjack, too. If you're, if you're, if you're streaming Blackjack on Twitch, people want to see you lose money or win money, whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. What they want to see you lose money. They they're, don't want to see you win. They're cheering for you, right? But secretly, they're hoping you lose so you can, they can drag you down to their misery. <laughs> They want to bring you down to their level. They want you to win until you actually do win, and then they're like, fuck you. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, like, what, you pussy? Bet it all. Bet it all, huh, pussy? <laughs> That's the only way to gamble. All right. You can't, yeah, can't nice. walk away a winner, okay? You gotta bet it all at the end. That's how I gamble, boys. Alright, let's, let's switch to another shooter, a new shooter. Uh, I think we talked about it last week. Tencent had a new shooter in development, and they finally released the name of it. 
Uh, it's called Rising Fire. What the hell? Wait, does, does, does fire and not rise? That sounds like a fantasy game set in, like, China. <laughs> well, it is Chinese. Uh, it's been on Unreal 4, and to, it's a third-person shooter, I believe. And to me, it looks a lot like... Okay, so Borderlands Online got canceled in China. Mm -hmm. That was a game that was being developed for the Chinese market. It got canceled. And I that was think, the first person game. Yes, but I think they. Do you think they reuse any assets for this? No. No. All right. Don't even slightly think so. Because this game it, got like nine thousand guns or something. Like you can lose. What? Nine thousand. I made that number up. But it's high. It's really okay, high number. But when the game says they have nine thousand guns, that sounds like like combat arms pulling their bullshit out of their ass, right? Oh, you a completely different gun. When you add one new muzzle to it, or if you add one new like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that is on. what they mean. That, that is, is what they mean, okay, homies. Because it's like, um, because it's like. Borderlands has over a million guns, but it's really just like a bunch of different modifications. Yep. So how does the game look to you guys? I'm playing it on a stream and I, I linked it for you guys. Uh, it's third person. I, um, it's nice because you don't see that a lot. And look, this looks more like an MMORPG, like because you're like doing some PvE or something. This reminds me of Destiny meets Planet Side Two meets maybe a little bit of Firefall. Firefall so I'm all for it. Before it, yeah, oh, it's right. literally just about to say it's Destiny. This is just an Asian Destiny. It's a free yeah. play piece of shit Destiny. <laughs> How can you say it's a piece of shit? It looks, it graphically, it looks pretty nice. It is on okay. four, so... Around, like, 57 seconds? Yeah, there's that auto-lock arm cannon with the rockets that shoot. That looks really cool. And then the multi-target freezing darts or whatever they are. That's cool. I like this. This game is going to close beta in China next month, I believe, in April, like late April. So by the time it even comes playable in America, it could be, like, another year, okay? Like, at least when a Korean game comes out... No, it, it, it's never coming to America. Basically, no Tencent games that are made by Tencent ever come to Did America. Did Tencent actually develop this, or are they publishing it? They developed it. I'm pretty sure. I think they owned it. They owned the studio that developed it. I think. But the, well, Matt, Matt, like, Tencent owns League of Legends, and League of Legends is in America. No, right? but they bought that. It started there. I know. But anyways, hey, Yingpei like, Games. Like, it, like it might be a licensing issue for a lot of them, but like, um, the Monster Hunter Online game never came out. The Monster Hunter browser game hasn't come here. The Naruto browser game hasn't come here. So like, I'm just convinced Again, nothing Tencent. There really isn't a path for many Chinese games to come to America. I mean, the only Chinese developer which kind of took a shot at the American market was Perfect World. I mean, they released all their games in America and Europe. They opened offices here, right? In fact, Perfect World brags like we're the only Chinese developer which exports games because they like they get thirty percent of their revenue from America or something. That's not really true anymore. Oh, not anymore. The games have done pretty poorly here. But but for some reason, Chinese developers don't push their games overseas. It's it's just I don't think it's less easy. It's just that they they don't. They don't want to risk it. They're familiar with their home market. That's where they're focused on. Somebody compared this game to uh, Crossfire. I don't think that's fair. This game looks way no. different. Crossfire, not even close. Yeah, Crossfire is just a standard like Counter-Strike style game. This is like Destiny. You're fighting monsters and stuff. This has raid bosses and stuff. If you looked at the one thing that was shooting beams at people. I mean, it's it's got a lot to it. it I don't know how interesting the boss patterns look, but it has bosses. What's weird is, how is it a game like Firefall and like this, like Firefall comes to mind. Why didn't Firefall succeed? Because like it, you have the, it, it combines like, you have the FPS elements, but it's even, it's even more casual than a traditional shooter like Call of Duty. Put simply, I've heard it's a clusterfuck like of game design and they screwed up a lot of the stuff that people liked. But you would think a game like this would have broader appeal because you're mixing like fun FPS shooting elements, which everybody likes, with RPG elements. Like it, it sounds great on paper. I think people don't really like the RPG elements, the people that play strict shooters, and um, like, 
It, it's not like an RPG like Bethesda games, so it's a little different. Yeah. I don't know. If you look at Destiny, Destiny is doing really good. Yeah, Destiny is still rocking. Yeah, and that that's. I wouldn't even call that like a. a is Destiny like that, everybody that's like a, PC? That's an RPG. No, Destiny is more of a shooter. It's it's less of an RPG. I, having played it, it's like the RPG elements are really light. I have a question. Uh, now your chicken's on here. How's Division? I know you've been playing it for a while. Uh, I don't know. It, it kind of got really, really repetitive, and the there's like a huge gear grind. Mm. For it. And then once you actually get the gear, it's just like you don't do anything. <laughs> you get the you, you just you're eager to get the gear, and then nothing happens. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's basically Destiny. Like. I was trying to explain this to my friends, and I was like, "It's a better Destiny." And then I and I started playing it, and I was like, "Okay, it's it's got the same aspects. You're like you're grinding for gear, having fun with friends, and then there's like a PvP kind of arena thing. But the PvP arena, like, really punishes you for actually trying to PvP. Like you lose, uh, like PvP ranks and PvP credits, like super super fast when you when you actually PvP. So. The PvP zone is basically turned into just another gear grind, which is like super boring. I don't know. the The end game doesn't seem like there's. Uh, Wait, there's the really PvP, active. the PvP is a gear grind because I heard from a friend of mine that basically the Dark Zone is crap and there's not enough PvE content and like progression once you hit a certain point. Yeah, yeah, it's it, that's what it is. But you can also grind it for um, for like high end gear. But uh, I don't know. It just seems really. Ubisoft made a killing off it, though. I mean, they said that that's the game that they they sold more copies day one on the division than any other game they've had in history. So it was a commercial none my, success. None of my friends are playing anymore. I think I had like seven or eight friends like buy it on release date, and we were playing. We were grinding a lot. We played it for like two weeks and got like max gear, and then there's just nothing else to do. You tried roping me into it. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I was not. Yeah, roped. Yeah. I, I'm glad I was not, <laughs> I was not roped I honestly, in. I honestly had a lot of fun. All right. See, but, the thing uh, that people seem to forget, though, about games like Destiny and The Division and um, the Crew, it's not. They're they're not meant for longevity in the same way that other games are. You're meant to buy it. You're meant to play it like a normal game, and then you're meant to come back when the expansions come out. It's it's not. It's not an MMO in the sense that you're meant to keep playing over and over and over and over as long as it goes. It, it's, it's built to be a singular experience that expands with expansions. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, but in all those games, there's always usually like a PvP arena that you can go around killing people um, and kind of progress through like a PvP system, but it's, there's just no, no system in place for... PvP and system right or PvP in the division right now, like there's no progression. You kill people and then they kill you and you just lose everything. So I don't know. I think they really need to, to work on their PvP system. Is it is it, like, is it open world or is it like a like you queue? It's no, it's in it's it's instant. It instanced. Okay. okay. So there there I think there are seven or eight different zones in the dark zone, and in each zone there's I think it's a max of twenty four players can be in the zone. So I'm looking at the game. It is about 47,000 concurrent players still, which is still really impressive. But is, that, is that just on Steam or? That's just. The, can you play outside Steam? Oh, it's a console yeah. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. It yeah, it's 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 always on you play. Every one of their games is on you play. 
Well, not just that. I was saying, I bet you most players are playing Division are playing on consoles, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true too. Yeah, so it's... I think they were smart to really... Unlike Destiny, which is console only, I think Ubisoft was smart to make it on both, just get those extra sales. So, I mean, Dota 2 is still by far number one on here with 843,000. I think it had 600,000 last time, so it's a bit of a correction. It peaks at daily at 923,000 players, an all-time peak of 1.3 million. I would say in the last year, Dota's player base is like close to not double, but like increased like 50%. It's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, it's still growing. If you guys actually just look at this. Take, take a look at this, this Steam chart for Dota too. Like if you put on, if you put the chart on all, you can see how quickly it's grown. Like it's something else. The game is blowing up. That's weird. You know what's funny? Like when you stop playing a game, you kind of think it's dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody feels that way. <laughs> Because like, I don't, I still play League, but I don't play as much as I used to, so I feel like it's slowing down, but it's probably not. I bet it's still growing, but yeah. it applies for everything, though. You kind of feel like, if I stop playing, everybody stops playing, but that's not how it works. And uh, also vaguely shooter-related, though not entirely, there are guns in the game. A game called Atlas Reactor, which uh, I did a video for, and I played a decent amount of, and I actually got Tubby and a few other people to play with us. I don't think Aaron played it, though. Matt, Matt played, I think, a couple of rounds with us. Yeah, it's they're doing one final uh, round of alpha testing before closed beta begins. Which uh, it seems kind of stupid to Wait, say. Wait, so they're alpha now? Yeah, they were alpha before, and the alpha only lasted, I think, a couple days. Like it, w it wasn't very long, like a week or so. I played a decent amount with Shu and some. Other, I played some solo games too. It's a lot of fun. But they're doing one more round of alpha before closed beta, which it sounds kind of stupid because. Usually you want to say one more round of alpha or close before open. But saying one more round of alpha before close is kind of retarded because close is also pretty restricted. I feel well, like if, if the, the public is alpha, playing it, it's not, a, it's not an alpha. Well, the open... No, that, that's... What? what? <laughs> Anyways, open alpha is supposed to be like one last stress test and mm -hmm. some like beginning testing of the closed beta features. That's what they said. Right. I mean, oh, it's open alpha too, so anyone should be able to play on March 31st. But, um... The thing that I'm worried about is that right after the alpha's done, I'm worried they're going to go straight into um, Founders Packs. I, they haven't said anything about it yet, but Matt, like... Matt, definitely. They're definitely going to go straight to the Founders Packs. That's where the money is. Well, the reason that I don't think they're... I, the reason I'm questioning whether they're going to, not that I don't think, I, I still think they might, but the, the reason I'm questioning why they're, if they're going to or not is because Trove... Archage, Javillion, yep. they all had paid Founders Packs in Alpha. The moment that you could play it, you could buy your way in. But that's not the case with Atlas Reactor, so mm. I'm, I'm still kind of like, are they going to do it? Aren't they? You know? The game's a lot of fun, though. If you guys ever played I think I tried to get chicken. I tried roping chicken into Alpha Reactor, but I don't think you ever played with us. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's a bit like a tile-based version of... Never mind, nobody knows that. Frozen Synapse, but... Yeah, I know Frozen Synapse. Synapse. Oh, I played some Frozen yeah. Synapse. Okay, okay, see, you, you, you got two out of three. <laughs> I to play Frozen Synapse with somebody, but nobody wanted to play. <laughs> okay, so Chicken, imagine you're only controlling one hero, and it's on a grid, and that's about it. Are there, like, four other players on my yeah, team, and, yeah. and I have to wait for, like, each turn? It goes pretty quick. No, it pretty quick. no. It, you wait for everyone to submit their turns, like Frozen Synapse or like simultaneous mode and Civ, and then it all goes at once. Okay, that actually sounds really fun. Actually, like when I first yep. heard of the game, I didn't think much of it, but when I played it, I actually liked it a lot. It, it's one of the few games that, like, from the get-go, you like. Because honestly, games like Dota and League, and like pretty much any game, like I feel like the early experience is never fun. Like no, you always told, like it's fun later. Right? You have to get to that yeah. fun later. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, I 100% agree. Like, so often you thought, oh, just stick with it. You'll grow to like it eventually. Well, you'll grow to hate it less eventually, right? This is, well, this, this, First, you'll be, able to bear it. you'll be able to bear the plague, and then, and then maybe you have a little fun, and then you'll start having the yeah. fun after, like, you know, a couple of months. Alpha Reactor and a few other games managed to be fun pretty early on for me. Atlas Reactor, though, the thing about it is, it is turn-based it's got like a grid and everything but it's still got such a high skill cap it's not even funny like there if you i felt like i was getting pretty good towards the end of the last uh last open elf or whatever you want to we were still losing <laughs> no I, I played a lot more though afterwards i i, I think i streamed the whole bunch of shoe as well and i've gotten a lot better i mean I, I was only playing one hero so i was kind of focusing on getting good with my one guy yeah, it has, yeah, which is good, but it's not like it has. It's not like Dota or League skill cap. No, but it has a really high skill cap yeah. for what it is. Yeah, but it, but it's not an intimidating skill cap like some games. Some games like you know like holy shit like you this game skill cap is through the roof. You have to commit your life to being like that good. I don't think it's one of those. The skill cap is high though, but it's manageable. Cool. Well, uh, another piece of news someone in chat said another game came out today. Uh, Orcs must die unchained. It's basically, the, I think it's a free-to-play oh, MMO version of uh, Orcs Must Die. Can I game it go? What? No. Nope. No. No, what are you talking it's, about? It's self-published. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was on Game Ago. Are no, you sure? It's Orcs Must Die. We played it together, Mark. I know, but like the... Oh, wait, it is out. What? When did this happen? It, it came out today, I think. Why didn't I get an email? I've been signed up for closed beta for God knows how long, and they're like, God. Oh, there it is. It literally just got it five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Five gonna, minutes ago. I actually oh, love the first two. Twice. Works must die. If this game is like multiplayer, for that can support all of us, we should play on Sunday. Yeah, Orcs must die. The first one is so goofy. I like <laughs> it's so though. goofy. It's so. It, I mean, the, it feels like really different than um, like dungeon defenders and stuff. There's something about it, like the way that everything's placed. You have all these like floor and wall traps and everything. It's so nice. It's, and it's really fast-paced. I feel like the tower defense genre, like itself, is pretty, pretty, just a solid foundation for a game, right? <laughs> what was the first tower defense? Did, was, did, was StarCraft like the one that really invented tower defense, or no? I feel like for me, no, that was my first tower defense. I'm pretty sure it was Warcraft Three. No, no, StarCraft was older. Hundred percent StarCraft. Yeah, yeah, StarCraft. Yeah, it was sunken defense. Yeah. Everyone remembers. Yeah, it. yeah, sunken D. Yeah. Turret defense, sunken Hunker defense. D. But like, I mean, I think it wasn't War till Warcraft three that it really became like a big thing because yeah. I saw oh, a yeah. lot oh, of them. They were that. huge in StarCraft. <laughs> if you <laughs> go to custom maps, you couldn't you couldn't not find. The you found you found gold menace in there too. It was gold menace and and the, and the, and the, 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 the tower defenses. Yeah. Those two like dominated the custom game scene. But I, I can't imagine those were the first ones. If I search tower D. I'm gonna find a Wikipedia article for it. That's gonna be like that's a good uh, that's a good uh, long form piece for uh, the the history of tower defense genre. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of flash ones, flash games as well. But according to this, uh, let's see, 1978. No way, Space Invaders was not tower defense. All right, <laughs> just technically the tower of... was moving and shooting. Okay, no, Missile Command was a tower defense. No, we can't. Missile Command. Okay, 1998 tower game yeah. called The Rampart was established as the prototypical tower defense. But then by the early 2000s, maps of StarCraft, Age of Empires 2, and Warcraft 3 were following Rampart's footsteps. So Rampart is a game where apparently was the foundation. It was an Atari game. But I can't imagine it was fun. I'm giving it to StarCraft. I don't think any Atari game was actually fun. Let's be real. 
Like you, you had to really flex your imagination to pretend like you're you're having fun on Atari game. Video games hating on the classics. No, until Super Nintendo comes out, okay. You weren't having fun. I'm sorry. No, NES, NES was. NES, fine. fine. NES. I, I feel like Atari just. What? No. Come uh, on. No, arcade games from before that were so much fun. Okay, arcade games, but I'm, I'm talking Atari. I feel like I don't know. I've only I've only played a handful of Atari games and seen a handful of Atari games, but. They, they, they leave a lot to be desired. I think calling them games is a stretch. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna piss off a lot of people by saying that, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of people grew up with it, they enjoyed it. I mean, it was revolutionary for the time and stuff, but... I don't know. But in my wow. life, StarCraft was my first tower of defense. Omer hates, Omer hates the foundation of video games. <laughs> well, really noted. Yo, Pong was a good game, though. I'll give it to them. Pong was solid, alright? If, if they kept the basics... Pong was Atari, older than Atari. I know. But I feel Atari games like kept trying to do like more imaginary things, like more sophisticated things, and sophisticated d didn't work. The simple things on Atari would work, or any simple game. But anything complicated was a no-go. Riveting. Riveting indeed. But I'm looking for. There was a guy that was making a full-on RPG based on Homestar Runner for Atari 2600. Homestar Runner? Oh, I was about to say Homestar Runner was not around back then, but. He's doing it. No, I mean recently. Yeah. It, and it, it ended up getting cancelled because it took way too much time. I used to love Homestar Runner. Strong bad emails for the win. There's one other game uh, that came out this week actually, which I've been playing a decent amount of. I think I don't know, she wasn't played it. I think I'm the only one that played it out of us. But Chronicle of Runescape Legends? Oh well, that's like, a fun game, yeah. Talk uh, about that. Yeah. I haven't played it since closed beta. I've been playing it pretty decently, and I made a first look video for it already. But besides the first look video, I've been playing it like outside of that as well, because it's a lot of fun. So even after I finished recording that video and uploaded it, I was playing for like hours afterwards. And then we did a nine hours. <laughs> I was on stream for nine hours, and the first like three, like two hours, I was playing Chronicle. My only problem with this game, my only problem, is that I wish the board meant anything to gameplay at all. Anything. Like, you could literally just lay down, like, how many is it? Like, 20 cards on a table, put a divider in between each five, and just say that that's the board, and it would work. I but mean, the, like... But the board in Hearthstone doesn't do anything either. It just looks like... every There's a few different boards that look slightly different. There's a few different, like, stages. Well, Hearthstone, it's not really a board. It's more of a table. Yeah, the table's a little different. So that's the... The board in Chronicle is just like a table in Hearthstone. It doesn't this game kind of like lets you know that like it's a desert, it's the thunder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Hearthstone doesn't like pretend to like. But they don't do anything. Exactly. The, desert, exactly. the tundra, yeah. they don't actually affect <laughs> gameplay. It's, it's not like. Free. That's it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's my only complaint though. I mean, other than that, it's really creative. I just I hate that the board does nothing. <laughs> but it just it's it's also one of those games where it's fun right away. Well, I feel like card games are a little bit easier way of doing that, but I thought this was fun right away. And there's the, my only complaint with Chronicle is getting cards is not easy. A single pack of cards costs th a thousand copper coins, and you get like 200 to 300 per quest you do. So you have to complete like minimum of four quests to get one pack of cards. You want to play an arena run? They're called dungeon runs in the game. You need 1,500. You do six quests to get arena. Like, it, it takes forever to get cards without playing. And, and that's complete people have with Hearthstone as well. But I played Hearthstone without spending any money, right? And I, I have almost all the cards I possibly need. But I feel like it's taking me a long time to grind what I need in Chronicle. Yeah, but um, it, it is really easy to pick up, too. Like, you can just sit there, you can place cards on the board, and you'll immediately know what everything does. It's like, 
it takes a minute to like let it sink in that like this is how it plays but other than that you you immediately know what the effects on your character are and yeah. what you need to be doing it's really easy to pick up it's a fun game have you guys everybody here played hearthstone right yep yeah Chicken, if you if you like hearthstone even remotely i feel like it's worth checking out chronicle yeah i'm i'm watching the video it looks yeah. Decent. I mean, it's uh, kind of weird until you play it yourself, but like, it's not, not as it's not even complicated, but it's pretty fun. It's just it's it takes a different stance where it's like you're it's all about building up your character yeah. for like one final fight rather than you're building up an army of cards that are on your table. It's 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 so different. Plus, you, it, you can build decks to fuck with his side. Like you, can, you your deck like right away. You can, you can spend your cards instead of buffing yourself. You boost the enemies on the enemy side, and his best laid plans of like one shotting this tough monster at them because of all these buffs, it will backfire because you can buff that monster with more HP and it fucks him up a lot. So you can have really scummy decks where you don't buff, you, you don't make yourself strong. You just screw up the other guy's plans, and you can win before you even get to the end. And some yeah, decks how, really well. How many times have you made it to the final battle? Because like every one of the games that I played and I. I think I made it to the final battle once in the entire really? time that I played. I get there like 90% of the time. I didn't make it to the final battle. I killed myself to a dragon I summoned. <laughs> yeah, because you were third. No, I just... I either killed them or they killed me. Like, direct attacks on but, the but, way. But the, 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 the guy I play, the... What's his name? The armor guy. Because I always have like 30 armor, so it's almost impossible to... I, I, my, the character I play almost always gets to the end. That's just the, you know, the way he is. Do you know if uh, this game is going to come out for mobile? Some people are asking. That's a good question. I, it has to. No idea. It has to. That from the I think they. Yeah. Wait. It has uh, to. Go off I can look it up. Games like this like thrive on mobile. Like Hearthstone makes more money on mobile now than it does on PC. It started PC only, but for the back of their mind, they knew they were going mobile. Just like this game, there's no reason they couldn't do this mobile. And mobile is such a big deal well, now that it'd you be know crazy. What's crazy. Uh, their first game, and then obviously the biggest game, RuneScape, right? Mm -hmm. Is was browser. So yeah. I'm surprised this isn't at least browser and client and mobile. Yeah. So that'd be kind of interesting if they did that. Actually, apparently there were plans to release. There are plans to release Android and iOS versions later this year. That's what it says. Oh, later this year. When I googled. Yeah, yeah. So fun fact here: RuneScape, despite being like over 15 years old now, it makes about 6.2 million dollars a month. Not a bad chunk of change, right? But you know what's even crazier? A game like Clash of Clans makes like four million dollars a day. <laughs> Poor RuneScape only makes chicken. Million chicken pays for that game. Chicken, have you spent money in Clash of Clans? I have not. <laughs> if you play I Clash have... of Clans, there's a good chance you spend money. They're, they're gonna rope you in. Have... They're gonna rope you in. Games that I pick up and I pick up for like a month at a time. Chicken, are you, chicken, are you ashamed to admit that you spent money? It's okay. You can come clean here. This, this, <laughs> no, dude. This, I was, this is a safe space. This is safe space. All right. We won't judge you. Oh, so <laughs> interesting fact. Since you guys were talking about RuneScape and browser, the official client doesn't support mobile, but there's a private server that released an Android version of old school RuneScape. Oh, that's Ooh. pretty cool. Huh. Yeah. How do you play? It seems like it'd be hard to play. I don't know. I I can go look up the video. Uh, Hold it doesn't on. matter. I don't really care that much. All right. In in other news, I think we have a uh, Oculus isn't out yet. Sean's gonna get his next month. The early orders came in already for people that ordered for April delivery or end of March delivery. We have the Samsung Gear. Erhan, I know uh, you've probably been using it without me. Have you tried any VR porn yet? I have. I have actually. Really? Yes. Uh, 
I had. To... I didn't know you did. I was just curious if you did. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you experimented. It's not. A, it wasn't. It wasn't a good experience. Let me explain it. So yeah, it Turkey, good... Turkey bans porn sites, right? Yeah. And on my computer, I have a proxy. Easy, you know. But my phone, I didn't have a proxy. So I tried going to, you know, one Tunnel of those... Bear. Just use Tunnel Bear. Well, eventually I downloaded a proxy, so I, it, that was working, right? But it, it, it's like right? 240p, like. So like the whole my whole visual is like this like four pixelated <laughs> pixels of a girl. But your hands never like this though. <laughs> All I saw was two squares for their breasts. It was like it was so pixelated. I was like, fuck this. But wait, do you see the potential though? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Yes, I see the potential. Potential for pixelated hentai. Is there any VR hentai? I didn't look. I and I, I don't okay, think I will okay, look. All right, he didn't look. No. He didn't if look. Don't... He didn't look. Oh my God. He looked. He fucking looked. <laughs> oh yeah, my Oculus. Uh, yeah, we have we have a pre-order coming for Oculus, and we have a pre-order for the Vive. So hopefully we get those in a few months. Ours is coming in May, so I'm I'm definitely curious to try it. And it, it'll be easier because it'll be wired to your computer, so there'll be no like lag the way you have you know streaming issues with the gear because it's using Wi-Fi. But the potential is there, boys. The potential is there. Also, another interesting thing in this uh, Superdata report, they say, we talked about a couple of things last week or the week before that, that a Jagex got bought by a Chinese iron ore mining company, which is random in and of itself. But they predicted that more and more Chinese studios will be picking up Western companies. They predicted one to two Western publishers a month are going to be bought by Chinese companies. It's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Uh, not really. The Chinese have all the money, so they're going to buy some games. Now here, I have a, a more uh, interesting mm. story. We can, we can make this the weekly, uh, what's it called? Controversy, okay? Controversy okay. of the week. I like controversies. So Overwatch, Blizzard is removing a sexy pose for their Tracer character. What? They said it was too sexy or something. Oh, no, yeah. what the fuck? Link me, I want to see if it's too uh, sexy. I'm playing it on stream, I'll link it to okay. If I don't get a boner, it's not too sexy. That, that's, that's our benchmark, boys, I'll let you know. Here too sexy, come on. Jumping straight in, this long-winded wall of text can basically be summed up as somebody who feels that the character is being reduced... Somebody invite Shirelia already. <laughs> I'm not the host. I'll add her, but... Alright. I'm looking at the... This well, we need a girl's opinion on this anyway. On whether it's, this is going overboard or whatever. Oh, holy shit, guys, dude, dude. I'm so mad at this controversy. I'm so mad. Wait, uh, was it the beginning? Like, what we saw at the beginning? Was that supposed to be too sexy? Yeah, Did you, you guys see the Winston the video? Right yeah, someone, someone give me a good video of this. I mean, if anything, her booty's a little bit too sexy. It's, like, so polished and wonderful, you know? Maybe. Yeah, but, like, who cares, dude? Like, it's just one pose, and it's, like... It's like really like one one person's gonna cry about it and you'll be like, oh, like, you know, we don't want to piss off the internet feminists. Let's turn it off, you know? It's so retarded. I think, I think the complaint was, was like, if your screen is at a certain angle, like, the butt is literally just like right in your face on the screen. Or is like the majority of your screen is the butt. So, so, so what you're saying, picture. Chicken, is that you need to rotate it to a specific angle for that to even happen. Yeah, they're like, the chance, the chance at, <laughs> at like, having the butt cover half I mean, my screen when my kids are playing is too great or something like that. I think that was the argument. Oh my god, but shooting and each other is okay. The play was like, oh, like, we need to make this, like, family appropriate for everyone. Like, I don't know. That's something, so stupid. something super, super stupid. So what, what I heard about the controversy is that some, somebody posted a long post on the forum, and then yeah. because of that post, Blizzard changed it. 
So it's like just because one person like was it's like are we like at that point now where it's like you know this is like South Park. You know, it's like we offended you know, offending some like, you know, internet like, you know, crybaby people and like now we're changing the game over it. Like what the hell is that, you know? It seems really stupid and it's, it's not even like a big deal. Like especially in a game that you're shooting people, like there's already some built in violence. There's you know, you have a gun, you're fragging. Well, violence is different than sex. Like, but like it's not a, you don't even see any like actual boob. Like you don't see any side boobs, no over boobs, no under boobs, there's no skin showing. It's like it's skin tight clothing. Was it, that's the issue? Here guys, here guys. Look. Here I feel guys. like they're doing this just okay. to draw attention to the game before release. Ooh. This it's inner conspiracy theory with chicken. Yeah, like oh, honestly. Here, I believe that this video is a reading of the original forum post, but it replaces everything with Winston. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like it's it's like pretty much like uh, the 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 forum post that got them to change it, but then they replaced it with like Winston and animals instead of women. <laughs> but I want to see the actual like uh, scene that like, yeah, makes too. them want not like it. The pose I had it somewhere. I'm searching right now. It. I probably downloaded it on Reddit. Have you tried tapping to it? I had it. I just. Where, where did I put that? Was it was it somebody was it this? this it was the, it's, oh here I found it I found it I found it. <laughs> it's this one. Copy. Sorry, I only have one hand right now. Um, it's this this one. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one you just. I, I linked I linked it on Skype, guys. Take a look. Yeah, that's that's the one. Okay. So this is what got him. I trouble. cannot believe that oh. this was the cutoff. Unbelievable. Right. There is right? nothing it's here. You know what this reminds That's me of? Insane. This reminds me of Riku's outfit in FF10 when he first meet her. She was way more like sexy than this. Come it on. It was kind of like a skin colored pants she was wearing. So I think that's where the trouble comes in. Uh, this is this is terrible. Like you, so many other games that were rated like E or like Teen have way more skin and way more sexiness showing than this. This is a this is nothing. I think there's okay. Look. I think it's I'm with chicken. Is, they, they did this to get attention. There's no other reason. What did they made the color? What did they made the pant color like green or blue or something? I think the issue oh, is with the color. To be honest, there's no issue. If you think there's an issue, uh, there, you're retarded. There's, there's no issue at all. <laughs> no, there's like, no issue. You're just retarded. There's a real issue. It's like that's like, like. Look, but they chose is, this color, okay? And so they could have chose like, a different color. Pants, like, no, the tight pants. Like the tight pants. People wear tight pants. People wear tight pants all the time in real life. Yeah. Even worse than that, and like. No, no, the you know, we're, we're getting, you know, all upset about it in a video game. Like, really? No, no. Like, does she, does she look kind of naked right now? Like, if you can't see the... I can't zoom in anymore because I'm retarded. But. Okay, like, like here's, my, here's, my, here's my cutoff for being, like, too sexy. Like, if I'd ever want to fap to her, like, I would never fap to this. Never. Like, Listen, the butt I crack is not it. the issue, guys. It's, I think it's the color. No, but, but they said it was too sexy. What are you talking about, the color? It looks like skin. If you're retarded and zoom in too much. Okay, okay, listen, listen. I, yeah. I feel I feel like my benchmark is good. Listen. If you're a banana. My benchmark. <laughs> I could fap and I probably have fapped to Riku for Final Fantasy Ten, okay? It's happened, alright? But like I would never do it to this. There's no reason to. There's nothing there's no content. There's no material. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is, I'm I'm with chicken. They're they're just trying to draw attention to the game and this is a, a shameful way to do it, but it could be something like that, like like they're just trying to be like, look, guys, we're so progressive, you know. I don't know. You know what I mean, yeah. like, like the, the, the trying like, we don't want to like we're so progressive, we don't want to trigger anyone. Well, in our the thing game, is they don't they don't want know? a shit show. They don't want a shit show because if 
If the feminists decide to take me, take this on and make it a shit show. But there's nothing. No, but it's already a shit show. It's a shit show now. It's a shit show now because now that they did this, everyone's like, "What the fuck? Like, really? Like, you do you're changing it over like one person crying about it? Like, there's there's a lot of people that are pissed off about it. I can't emphasize that enough. There's nothing here. Okay, listen, you guys aren't thinking. If this makes it to the news or whatever, right? I was like, Blizzard being sexist. It doesn't matter. The truth doesn't matter. Okay, it's gonna hurt them. There is not nobody. No, no, nobody can think this is a big deal. I, I told you the truth doesn't matter. It's clear, if they just put it, take put, it, it. Put, it, put it this way, put it this way though. The people that it matters to, like the people that are gonna buy or willing to buy Overwatch, don't care about that. Exactly. It's only people who you know are you know just people well, that are crying anyway. Exactly. So it's bad press. Imagine they made this character a male instead, right? Nobody mm. who would have bought Overwatch would not buy it because of that, right? But if they keep this and, and like it goes on like the main news, like whoever old people watch the news, it'll just be a shit show. So I I, I understand their point of view for changing. Okay, it. listen, listen, listen. This is this is sexier than that crap. Okay, and this is from Hots, and it's not like that sexy either. I just searched Nova Hots. All right, is this real? Like, is this an actual? Well, I don't, I don't I think, think so. it's an actual outfit. No, no I think someone just did this somewhere. I I, I, I just I, I just. <laughs> I don't think they would do this. No, Omar, Omar had this loaded up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Let me find, find one of her butt, right? Did you, did you find it? Was that bookmarked or something? It was literally, it just came this up. This would not be... I don't think this would be in... Oh, Let me gosh. find a, a skin for it, alright? I mean, what kind of armor is this? It literally just ends halfway down the breast. Like they, they had to have designed... <laughs> Yo, should we? We have some meows on your end there. Oh, yeah, she's, I was wondering what that was. She is like all over my keyboard right now. You gonna jump on my boobs? Come on. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sensor. That's her favorite place to sleep. She sleeps on my boobs. Alright. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, we can keep talking about this uh, in overtime. Uh, we're running towards our time limit here, boys. I'm down for some overtime. All right. Well, yeah. Right. Shoot, jumped in at Damn, the end here. Damn, you're running I'm jumping Sorry, back. guys. I, I, um, uh, it's true savior. <laughs> oh, you can give us a rundown on that in overtime. I want to. I, I actually yeah, bought sure. the. I bought the founders pack too. I'm gonna play it right now in overtime. Actually. Sure. All right. So, guys, um, that's that's it for now. Say your farewells. Later, guys. See you. That controversy is bullshit. Hello and goodbye. <laughs> All right. We're done. Stop recording.